You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Featuring Luke Combs. Yeah. You know, Luke Combs is lying. I live that. Yeah. I straight up wrecked my vehicle. All right. Well, this is how it happened. I was going to go fight this boy after school. <laughs> and we come up on, we were following each other to fight each other. Yeah. How stupid it is at 16. I feel like you've told me this. We got to the first stop sign. He got out and gave me a finger. Second stop sign. He got out and gave me a finger. The third one, I just ran the stop sign with him. Yeah. And I got hit in the side. The truck spun around. My adrenaline was so hot because I was ready to whoop his ass. <laughs> I jumped out, punched the side of the truck, forgot to put it in park, and it hit the lady again. Uh. So when the EMTs come, it was actually Mike Swift. Yeah. I was like, my stepdad is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. They waited around <laughs> till my parents got there because they're like he seems pretty scared mm-hmm. but yeah one of the stupid times in my life yeah but that's what that song reminds me of we've all been there charlie War- warsham actually i'm wanting to say maybe six or seven years ago he had a little bit of traction but he's been on the road with dirk bentley he's kind of his guitar player they write songs together and now I mean, that's pretty big to get somebody like Luke Combs to feature on your song. Yeah, so, I mean, he's... He's got a pretty voice. He's a hell of a guitar player. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah, two big uh, pieces of the puzzle, if you want to make it in country music. It sure is. And, you know, before you got here, my grandmother called, and she said, I spoke to Jordan's mom. <laughs> yeah, I my, was mom, like, my mom Jordan's texted mom. me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like she casually knows you. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, what did she say? And she's like, well, I told her everything that I got going on, which mm-hmm. always keep my grandmother in your prayers, please. Yeah. It's been a tough week last week. I, I don't know how much I want to put on here, but, man, she's tougher than nails. But she was telling me that there's a reunion coming up, and I'm going to go with her because she does that ancestry stuff. And obviously, what your parents do, right? they're in the heart of it, mm-hmm. and they know everything that happens in Monroe County. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know why they're not the mayors. Well. Have they considered oh, running? No, nah, you can't do you can't do any of that. Why? There's only a, you know, a few families that can have that. 
Oh, well, if it's like in some it's cities, political. it only pays like fifty dollars. Yeah, I don't even know that it, if it. it I'm sure not. it pays, but it don't pay much. You get to pick the police officers. That's what I would like about it. I would swear myself in to where I could pack a gun. <laughs> uh, did I ever yeah tell the story about the mayor from uh, Tville? I don't. Th- I don't remember it. This has been. Uh, it's at least been a couple years, I guess, since it happened. But the mayor, uh, he was on vacation with his wife. I know his wife really well. Um, but he was on vacation with his wife. And they're down in Florida. And his wife gets a huge mass text message. And it's like screenshots. Oh, Lord. Of uh, text conversations. Oh, my goodness. And... Uh, is from this little 22-year-old girl who works at a barbecue. Are you serious? She sent it to everybody on the city council. She sent it to everybody who holds a city office in Tompkinsville. And she sent it to the mayor's wife, I guess the first lady of Tompkinsville, if you will. So he didn't get it. He he, he didn't get the the screenshots. Well, so the next thing he knows... She's throwing all his clothes off the balcony of the resort they were at in Florida. (laughs) Oh, so they waited till they were, like, on a place. No, she. they had been there for a couple days. And she sent the message while they were down there just randomly. And uh, so it's fantastic. It's not not great, but, like, it is. It's really funny. But the message said it was the mayor sending it. (laughs) <laughs> to that little 22 year old girl and, and mind you he's probably just a couple years under 60 like he's he's an older gentleman wow i mean i'm older but i'm 40 he's you know quite a bit older than me he could be my dad but um so she packed all her stuff up and actually no no she packed all his you know stuff up and she sent him back and she stayed in florida for a few more days yeah, you know, by herself. True. But that'd be a long ride back home. Yeah, it was a, well, a plane ride. But uh, the message said, "It said, hey, honey, I got four inches of hard D behind this door.' He didn't say no, D. No, he did. Swear, swear, because it came up at the next city council meeting, and." Uh, they said, well, I guess we need to talk about the elephant in the room and the oldest guy on the city council. He's, like, in almost 80. He said, yeah, you know what? He said, uh, if that had been me, I think I'd have added a couple more inches on that. <laughs> is this on YouTube? Because uh, a lot of meetings are. Yeah, I don't nowadays. know. I don't know if it is. But wow. I, I don't know that it is. I, I feel like I would have seen it. Yeah. Or, or like, a link to it, you know. But, my yeah, gr- it's my- wild. My grandmother, she loves that ancestry stuff. I that mean, mean, it's cool. It's a, she has information that, like, blew my mind, mm-hmm. you know? A oh, yeah. I heard. Really cool stuff. I heard. What have you heard? I heard uh, your third cousins with Adolf Hitler. <laughs> uh, and I- <laughs> yeah. If she heard that, she would be, like, so mad. Oh, that would be awful. Jordan, don't you be telling them people lies. <laughs> now, my mom told me. She said, uh, she you know, texted me when I was on my way over here. My mom did. She said, well, I just talked to your buddy's grandma. And oh, then she okay. put your name in parentheses. Like, I didn't know you talk- who I- yeah. she was talking about. I can't picture life without her. And, like, I want her to see my children grow up. And right. sometimes I kind of feel like a, a real big failure because she was my biggest fan in the music business, and right. I feel like I aborted that when I was so close, and she was like my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. You know, but we got a surprise coming up with her. Yeah. So I won't go into much detail. Right. But keep my grandmother in your prayers. For sure. 100%. She certainly needs them. Yeah. You know, she knows Jesus. She says that... uh, That's the most important thing. So... Yeah. Anyways. So, country music news. The Judds will be releasing a tribute album. It's coming out, actually, in late November. Check out this. Lainey Wilson and Dolly Parton will sing Mama, He's Crazy. I bet that'll be good. Yeah, my cousin Dolly Parton. Yeah, your cousin Dolly. That wasn't brought up. 
Why not me? Megan Maroney. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Cody Johnson. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton will do Love is Alive. I mean, it's going to be pretty impressive. I want to know who's singing Love Can Build a Bridge. Take a guess. Take a wild guess. Uh, I mean, like, go uh, way out. Is it there. one person? It is actually three people. Three uh, people. Two of them I've never even heard of. Ah. Uh, Here it is. I'll reveal it at the bottom. Oh, wow. Jelly Roll, uh, K. Michelle, and the FBK Jubilee singers. Yeah. Jelly Roll. Michelle. <laughs> wow. That's going to be pretty neat to hear. Actually, you know? yeah. That's. I'm I'm interested. That's gonna be in really that. unique. Yeah. So speaking of Jelly Roll, this week he hit another record of selling five hundred and fifty thousand tickets so far. And he says that each one of those are five hundred and fifty thousand stories. Five hundred and fifty thousand oh, yeah. babysitters. Yeah. You know, all these people that have spend their money to park and stay in traffic. And like evidently he does this speech at every one of them. Yeah. And I think that's what's gonna take him further than any talent that he could have. It's just he just keeps giving his fans everything. He understands the yes, sacrifice they he give does. in order to, you know, let him, you know, have his moment on stage. He understands it. Because he's been through so much, and a lot of people are like, you know, they go through a lot in order to make it, and then when they make it, you know, they kind of, you know, still don't understand quite what everybody who is there attending their concert, they don't really understand all of the sacrifices they had to make. They had to take off work, maybe, right. you know, hotel, maybe, uh, you know, uh, fuel, yeah, meals. It's an expensive endeavor to go to a concert. These it days. is insane. It, it's ridiculous. Speaking of that, did you see my plead to Charles Wesley Goodwin? Mm-mm. No, Here's Godwin. the thing. I know this is going to happen, folks. I'm going to go ahead and make the prediction. You can write it down. Opening night of the Ryman, mm-hmm. Zach Bryan will make an appearance. He's not scheduled to be nowhere else. And when you play the Mother Church of Country Music, that's when your buddies show up. Yeah. He's going to be there on night one. So, I get ready to buy tickets. <laughs> An hour before, had yeah. the money in the account, I'm going to get three. Me and my daughters are going. It's going to be a daddy-daughter night. Mm-hmm. I get a call one hour before they go on sale. Kevin, there's an opening with a new neurologist that can get you in now instead of February. I'm like, well, what time? 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm trying to buy tickets. <laughs> okay, it's a neurologist. Yeah, yeah. So I go, and I'm like, well, nobody's ever on time. Right. So I'll sit in the waiting room, yeah. and I'll buy them. 10 o'clock on the dot, they open the door. Kevin, come on back. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. Yeah. She's weighing me. And I feel like the biggest jackass because I'm on my on phone, phone hitting like refresh. Yeah. They take me back to the room. All right. The doctor don't come in for another 10 minutes. Every single seat that I select Gone. says that it's not available. But they are available. I don't get it. So I screen record me doing this mm-hmm. four times and put it on TikTok. Multiple people had the same problem. And then I get flagged as my phone may potentially be a bot. So then I can't buy them until I get back to the office. Right. Well, when I get back to the office, they're already oh, announcing yeah. night two. Yeah. But, like, I even started with tickets in the back row and mm. could not get them. I had the pre-sale code. I was a day early from the public. I don't understand. Yeah. You know? Like, what the heck? Uh, it's... But anyways, now I'm not going at all. Right. Because I'm like, now I'm going to end up picking the night Zach doesn't show up. Yeah. But I asked him if he could help me. Zach. He hasn't replied yet. Yeah, no, I'm, Charles. Oh, Charles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, who is this idiot? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
All Probably. Right. So, do you have anything interesting before we get started? Uh, I don't. I don't think I do have an idea for us. At some point, we can get into it, but uh, I don't have anything. Did you see the video of the work I did this weekend? I did. It was Me and my sister yeah. gutted a room, and the guy that took the garbage off when we rented a trailer said it was two and a half tons of plaster. Ooh. It was a hundred and seven dollars to dump it. I had to pay him a hundred and eighty to mm. do the whole job. Right, but. Dude, it is insane. I'm actually going to have a TV that comes out of the ceiling. Have you seen one of those? <laughs> I found the motor. I found the way to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to have a TV that drops down out of the ceiling. Like, no joke. Yeah. I am. I found it. Like, Is is it necessary? Why not, man? <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to have to pay on it forever, so why not? Yeah. You know? That's one way to like, look at it. Like, at this point, why yeah. not? My job's stressing me it. out. Yeah, I would look at it like, oh, it's... One more thing that can tear up. Yeah, I mean, you know, eventually the motor will go bad. Then yeah. I'll have to rip the drywall out to replace the motor. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll <laughs> malfunction and drop the TV. Then i got to buy a motor and a TV. Yeah. Yeah, I may end up just putting it on the dresser. <laughs> like, you can put no it on space. the wall. I don't know about coming out of the ceiling, though. What about Oliver Anthony's? Did you read that? I did. Isn't that impressive? Yeah. He turned down an eight million dollar record deal. Yeah, dude, he's he the real deal. I mean, he's the real deal, just being himself. And, for and sure. they say he is not the savior of country music. He doesn't yeah. want to be. No, like he just wanted to tell his story. Yeah, and um, I think he did it. I mean, he's actually told a few stories in all of his songs. He's keeping all of his merch local. Yeah, there's a shirt guy in town that, like, mm. he's saying this is the only place. Yeah. Anywhere else is a scam. Don't you? Isn't that cool? That is very cool. Very cool. He just wants, he said he writes his songs to, you know, so he can stay uh, uh, somewhat sane. That's his therapist. Yeah. So he writes all the things that are bothering him. He sings it in his songs. Wow. He don't, he don't want to deal. He don't want to tour. He don't want to play arenas, stadiums. Yeah. He just wants to do what he's doing. Wow. All right. <laughs> you got to appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. You know, you that song it. is going to end up being number one again for a second week on iTunes. you know how impressive? I mean, he beat Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I mean, that says something. <laughs> it you says know? a lot. I mean, it really does. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go, folks. We are starting episode 98. by now there's something wrong with you have you ever heard of martina mcbride yeah what's what's your deal with your irish kick here lately you've had what do you mean <laughs> of course in the past we did ashley mcbride now we've got martina mcbride last week we did uh oh. mindy mccready yeah <laughs> Arr. we are so yeah we are <laughs> i just want to give females yeah. a shout out yeah because we have a a lot of really good female singers yeah do you know who originally sang that song Oh, my God, if you wouldn't ask me, if you don't know me by now, I have no idea. Which, I mean, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah. She's an amazing artist. That's not the best version of that song. Oh, no, it was just a concept. Yeah. If you don't know me by now, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, if you say that you're a country music fan yeah. and you do not know Martina McBride, yeah. you are not a country music <laughs> That's fan. That's true. That's very true. I've got to make fun of my neighbor. 
she come out wearing a shirt that says I love 90s country. Mm-hmm. I said, name one song. She couldn't do it. Yeah. Me and her husband, every time we see her now, mm-hmm. name a 90s country song. Yeah, she can't do it. Yeah, any Garth Brooks song, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but she did not name one at yeah. all. Well, it's but, it's the kids these days, man. All their art, all their favorite artists love nineties country, but yet they don't know anything about it. But in you know, trying to align with their you know, favorite artists, they too like you know nineties country. Yeah. Although they don't know much about it. I'm gonna let you pronounce. Uh, Simply Red was the original artist of that. See, I've never heard of them. Yeah. Like the band or the music or whatever, but I've heard that song a million oh, times. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful song. And they nail it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you pronounce her maiden name because I, I'm going to get that wrong. Martina Maria Schiff. So that's Martina McBride's maiden name. Mm-hmm. She was born July 29th, 1966 in Sharon, Kansas. She has two brothers, Martin and Steve. They play in her concert band since 2017. She also has one sister, Gina. Her mom and dad, Daryl and Jean, owned a dairy farm. Her dad had also owned a cabinetry shop, and that was one of the ways that he exposed her to country music. While he was in the shop working, Mm -hmm. they would play music. After school, she would sing for hours. Tariba, Linda Rodstad, looks like uh, Janice Newton, Connie Smith, and Patsy Cline. That's a a motley crew there. Yeah. Her dad uh, formed a band. They were called the, is that Skulfers? Skulfers? Her last name? Uh, Schiffers. Schiffers. The Schiffers. So, uh, yeah, that was her maiden name. She sung and played keyboards in the band. But she was not the front man at that time. Yeah, probably. She probably hadn't grew into her voice yet. So later on, she performed with a local rock and roll band. Okay, while looking for a place to practice, she met a studio engineer by the name of John McBride. Mm -hmm. And in 1998, they got married. That's how Martina became a McBride. Right. I heard an interview with her and her. Well, it it's was just an impressive her. story. Yeah, and she was talking about how you know, talented her husband is. So, oh, I'm sure we'll get see. into her new stuff. But yeah. yeah, you can go ahead. After marrying, uh, the couple moved to Nashville in 1989 with hopes of her being famous. John joined a new artist that needed a sound crew by the name of Garth Brooks. Yeah, man. He later become his concert manager for production. Mm-hmm. Martina would join him on the road selling T-shirts for Garth Brooks. <laughs> that was her first gig. It's like Cole Swindell. Yeah, Garth gave her a chance to open. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It was so hard for her to get in front of the right people, though. Even with all that pull. She had to mail a demo to RCA with it titled Requested Mail so they would open it. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's just like our buddy Mitch. Yeah. You can be best friends with Garth Brooks but still not get the record deal that you rightfully deserve. It's wild. Does not make any sense. But he's Mm -hmm. becoming a bigger star without the restrictions. And, you know, a good theory was brought up on uh, Oliver. They're saying that they could possibly be offering him a record deal to hush him up. Because if you're signed and you don't do what they say. You don't have control of what you do. So, I mean, that could very well be the deal. Yeah. At this time, her husband was working with the Charlie Daniels band, Ricky Van Shelton, and he also produced Martina's very first demo. 1998, the first album, did nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. <laughs> the next album released this very big hit. This was the first time that we heard from Martina that a lot of people can remember. Right. My Baby Loves Me. Don't need no copy of Vogue magazine. 
Don't need to dress like no beauty queen High heels or sneakers, you don't give a damn My baby loves me just the way that I am My baby loves me just the way that I am You remember hearing that song? Oh all yeah, over that's, the a, radio. that's a classic song. And and it was like all over the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I know you don't really care about stuff like this, but I didn't really like that hairstyle. I like her with longer hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. You know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> fashion, like. Yeah. Well, you know what? I really <laughs> like the '80s hairstyle. You know, the higher the hair, the closer to God. Right. Supposedly. <laughs> All right. Then she released a life number nine. Now, if you're in a band in Nashville years ago, this was a one that you had to know. Don't tell me no stories. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear It's a really good bar song. No reasons or excuses. None of your alibis. Phone rings, I pick it up. Nobody's on the line. I know she's waiting for you. She's just biding her time. You'd have me believe it's just a drummer in one of my first Nashville bands that I had. Uh-huh. I had uh, one of Keith Urban's uh, guitar players that had been released. Mm. I'm not going to go into details of right, why. Right. <laughs> that was around 2004. Um, and then I had Martina McBride's drummer for a while. And he said you would be on the tour bus and she would just open the door and walk in with no baked cookies that she cooked. Yeah. On her bus. That's cool. She is a straight up, yeah, mom. Yeah. But he also said, if she knew that you were married and you were fooling around, she would straight <laughs> up call you out. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, there's. It's. She's kind of like a, you know, mom over him, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. You know? Then the next traction was Independence Day. Me say. Well, she seemed alright by dawn's early light Though she looked a little worried and weak She tried to pretend he wasn't drinking again But daddy left the proof on her cheek And I was only eight years old that summer And I always seemed to be in the way So I took myself down to the fair in town on Independence Day Well, word gets around in a small, small town Such a classic song Yeah, for sure That's that's one of them songs that It's a classic uh, Two-meaning kind of thing Like, you expect it to mean one thing You expect the song to be about the 4th of July But really, it's about a woman who has had the hell beat out of her and she's went through all this and then she declares her Independence Day by you know, getting rid of her oppressor. And yep. it's pretty fantastic. It is insane. Yeah. So this song uh, won the CMA Video of the Year. She performed it at the 1995 Grammys. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember that. Such a great song. The next song that she released was Safe in the Arms of Love. This was actually her first number one. Heart's not ready for the rocking chair. 
like I vaguely remember that song, but it's not near as big as the first three. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I've heard that song, but I don't, yeah, you know, know it as much as you know, the other songs. Yeah, I did see she was, you know, <clears throat> riding the swing that I think you know Miley Cyrus rode. Yeah, she was the <laughs> oh, first to ride it. She was. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next song in 1998 that was released was uh, Jim Brickman, Valentine. Uh, of course, it was featuring Martina McBride, but mm-hmm. she's kind of the lead in it. I think he was the composer. Probably. But this song, Valentine, I think in 1998, I may have been in the eighth grade, and I remember this being like a great love song. Just <laughs> for country music. Yeah, when I was in middle school, I knew all about love songs. Really? <laughs> but listen. There were no words. Sounds like no an angel. To listen to it. I would still hear you If there were no tears No way to feel inside I'd still feel for you And even if the sun refused to shine You see the way she sings? It's it's like it's effortless. Yeah. Like she just opens her mouth and it just comes right out. That sounds like an RB song from it does, like the late eighties, early nineties. It's yeah. that style. So her second number one, well, I just got that wrong. This year, that year, nineteen ninety eight, she had a song on the Hope Floats album. Yeah. With uh, Bob Seger, which is Chances Are. Mm-hmm. You remember that movie? I do. That was such a classic love story, too. Yeah. You I don't know? know that I ever watched it just because it was. It was yeah, just like w. You've Got Mail and all those. Like, it was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't ever really get into those. So then come along her second number one, Broken Wind. <laughs> Like he was the last man on earth Gave him everything she ever had He'd break her spirit down Then come loving up on her Give a little and take it back Tell him about her dreams He just shoot him down Lord he loved to make her cry You're crazy for believing You'll ever leave the ground He said only angels know how to fly For productions too, I mean. Yeah. Well, she had her husband to thank for yeah. a lot of that. I mean, not a lot of them have just as much acoustic lead as they do the rock and roll guitar lead. Yeah, and she had all that. So that song was more like a blues. It was. Didn't song. you hear that? Oh yeah. So that's one thing about her songs. I noticed she doesn't have one style. Like she, yeah, you know, dabbled in all kinds of yeah you know, different styles of songs like you had your blues you had your r&b sound then you had you know traditional country then you had you know modern country then you had like it was all kinds of options because our husband was well such a talented producer <laughs> that and her heart was with rock and roll music yeah well i mean I that's mean, where she got her start yeah that she loves rock and roll music I mean, who doesn't so 1997 to 98 she released the next three songs that i'm going to be playing which um wrong again become her third number one song 
fears Knew just what to say And you kissed away All my tears I Being married to her and her singing like that in the kitchen. I mean, a guy can dream, right? <laughs> I mean, so beautiful. Yeah. Like, I don't even care about seeing her live. Like, come sing in my kitchen. Wow. That's you know? just got really creepy. Whatever you say. <laughs> Wrong again. Right? <laughs> Think I'm always making something out of nothing. You see, everything's okay. You've always got an answer before I ask the question. Whatever you say, now we can change the subject. Pretend I never brought it up. Story anyway. Little we can work it out. Right now you talk down. Yeah, whatever you say. Voice. I mean, yeah, just, just it's insane. more of a rock and roll you know, voice. It is. I mean, you know, it's just wow. She hit some some you know, pretty high notes. 1999, she wins CMA Female of the Year. That year, she also performed for Bill Clinton, and she released a Christmas album. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Right. She released I Love You, Love's the Only House, and There You Are. Off of that album, we're going to play Love is the Only House. came through with about 25 things and I said don't you know that more is less she said this world is moving so fast I just get more behind every day and every morning when I make my coffee I can't believe my life's turned out this way all I could say was love's the only house big enough for all the pain in the world Love's the only house big enough for all the pain. Do you remember that song? It was all over the radio, too. It's, it's a little different. This next song was shot in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Did you know that? <laughs> I mean, like from the video here, I would assume that. I don't know what the CBA is. but Yeah. Well, of course, they couldn't put ABC, right, so right, they right. just reversed uh, it. Oh, okay, okay. This is when God-fearing women get the blues. This is a New Center 13 special report. This is so cool. We now have the very latest on the developing story out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Where at this hour, Martina McBride is about to make a statement to the press. She was a prom queen. He was a quarterback of the football team, and it all looked so promising. We never thought anything had happened like this, and then... All of a sudden, 25 years of love and devotion down the drain. That sounds like your mayor. <laughs> yeah. We all heard her hollering. What are you doing? I didn't have to for a country mile. I have had it with you. Cheating shows your complete lack. 
I've not met too many people in Bowling Green that look like that in that video. <laughs> no. And a pedestrian's purse. Up and down and all over the ground. The day she quit the Baptist choir and threw that Ford into reverse. That's right. She is my wife. I'm sure she's just having a bad day. Lock up your husband. Lock up your sons. Lock up your whiskey cabinets. Girls, lock up your guns. Lock up the beauty shop and no telling if they've heard the news. Call up boys downtown and even Marcus tell them lock up them high-heeled shoes. song it was all right but like it was a little corny right it was filmed in bowling green kentucky so it's yeah. kind of big for us in that area at the time yeah you know it's looking like a lot of the what's called aesthetics in the video are made to look like the olden day but right yeah i don't know i mean it's i had no idea that was filmed in bowling green it that's really cool I spent a lot of time in the area where all that was shot. Yeah, but yeah. The next song off that album was Blessed. I get kissed by the sun each morning Put my feet on a hardwood floor to hear my children laughing down the hall through the bedroom door. Sometimes I sit on my front porch swing, just soaking up the day. I think to myself, I think to myself, this world is a beautiful swing again. Well, if you notice the video, Taylor Swift kind of stole this whole persona here because this is in 2004, and a video similar to this, Taylor did. But at this time, and still today, Martina McBride will always be in the top five of greatest female country artists in my book. Right. I don't know about everybody else's, but in mine, I mean, she has a powerhouse voice mm. and the songs to back up a good concert you yeah, know yeah she it's kind of a rare like a lot of times in the 90s a lot of the uh, female artists you know, they would have a handful of songs yeah that you know, charted like Jody Messina right but you aren't going to have a lot that had you know, two handfuls of songs yeah and she's got about two handfuls of songs. I mean, she's in you know, rare company in the 90s. I mean, you got Patsy Cline, you got Loretta Lynn, you got you know, people like that. You know, uh, uh, Reba, I don't, uh, do you think she had you know, 10 or more songs? See, I don't know about Reba because she started a lot earlier than I thought. She actually started like in the late oh, 70s. Oh, yeah, she's been around for a long time. And I didn't realize that. You know, I mean, she we're now at a place where some of these artists have been around 40, 50 years. Isn't that wild? It is very wild. <laughs> and like Martina, she pulled back, as you're going to see in the story, because of her daughters. They were getting older, mm -hmm. and her record label even advised against it. But she's made enough money, dude, that we're, they don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. You know? And then what she ain't made her husband ask, so. Uh, exactly. <laughs> then the next song off that album was Where Would You Be? I wonder where your heart is Cause it sure don't feel like it's here Sometimes I think you wish That I would just disappear 
got it all wrong Have you felt this way long? Are you already gone? She's just, and she's also got her own sound. Yeah. She's not mocking anyone. She's making her own way, you know? Yeah, I mean, every you know, melody she's got is a little different. And, know? I mean, she can hit almost anything she wants to hit. Yeah. You know? She, I mean, she can. She's uh, very, what's the, man, my brain's not working good tonight. I can't think of, like, the terms. She's got a lot of range. Is where oh, yeah. At. 2004, she wins for the fourth time CMA Female of the Year. This also makes this 1999, 2002, 2003, 2004. I mean, she reminds, well, Carly Pierce reminds me a little bit of her. You know, like, I feel I like she's kind of on that same track of consecutive wins with a voice to back it up. Yeah, I can see you that. You know? Yeah. Um, 2005, let's see, I almost skipped this song. The next album that she released was, uh, This One's For The Girls. It was a massive song, How Far, and In My Daughter's Eyes, which is a outstanding song. In my daughter's truth is plain to see she was sent to rescue me i see who i want to be in my daughter's eyes in my daughter's such a beautiful song like i could listen to all these but i don't want to bore our listeners like i could just crank it up Especially when she hits that minor chord that's coming up. Yeah. When she got her hands around my face. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know the part I'm talking about, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you crack me up. I love it, man. I just, I really do. I love her voice. Uh, 2005, she releases uh, the album Timeless, where she does a lot of covers like Help Me Make It Through the Night, which mm-hmm. was... Such a great song in itself. Right. And then when you have her singing, it sounds even better. Uh, around this time, she released God's Will, which is one of my absolute favorite of Martina McBride. Here's a little bit of that. Met God's will on a Halloween night He was dressed as a bag of leaves It hid the braces on his legs at first His smile was as bright as the August sun When he looked at me As he struggled down the driveway It almost made me hurt Will don't walk too good Will don't talk too good He won't do the things that the other kids do in our neighborhood I've been searching, wondering, thinking Lost and lurking all my life I've been wounded, jaded, loved and hated I've been reading, writing, praying, fighting I guess I would be still Yeah, that was until I 
work two jobs We'd watch him when she had to work late And we'd all laugh like I hadn't laughed Since I don't know when Hey Jude was his favorite song At dinner he'd ask to pray And then he'd pray for everybody in the world But him in that. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite songs of hers. It's a sweet story. And it's kind of funny because it says it's God's will. Right. Which is a term. Yeah. 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 But it is God's will. Like the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? uh, uh, She is one of those artists who... And I'm not sure if she wrote all her, you know, songs. I'm sure she wrote some of them. Um, but she tended to uh, find, you know, clever ways to, you know, insert, like, sayings into her songs. And, like, you know, time, like, with, you know, double meanings. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, and she also picked songs that, she could put enough motion into to where you would believe her. Yeah. Like, when she sings about getting her heart ripped out, even though... Yeah. Even though she really didn't have that experience no, from you, you believe it. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, you you really believe that it happened. And she doesn't have a lot of goofy songs like Red Solo Cup. Thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's all passionate, relatable music. Plus, she can sing... So, I mean, that's a combination. I just wonder who told her no in the beginning. Like, what idiot done that? Well, <laughs> you know, you, I want you, I, I mean, want you to write down all the all the artists that we've talked about that you've said that about. Now, you can't say yes to all of them. No, you can't. <laughs> you gotta pick one. You know. I mean, listen to her. How could okay. she not sound bad at any point in her life? Well, I mean, we I all mean, go through good. the change. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, 2006, she is the Canadian Idol judge. 2007, she releases Anyway. 2007, she is also does a duet with Elvis, Blue Christmas. 2011, she releases I'm Gonna Love You Through It. Have you heard that song? Yeah, I feel like I have. This is the last song that I'm going to play of hers, and I love it. Here it is. into tears The doctor just confirmed her fears Her husband held it in and held her tight Cancer don't discriminate Or care if you're just 38 With three kids who need you in their lives He said I know that you're afraid and I am too But you'll never be alone, I promise you When you're weak, I'll be strong When you let go, I'll hold on And when you need to cry, I swear that I'll be there to dry your eyes When you feel lost and scared to death Like you can't take one more step song it is and i think it's a, you know something everybody can relate with for sure 2014 she receives her 17th cma nomination reba beat her in 2017 with her 18th so she had reba mm-hmm. there for a moment 
2019, she released a podcast called Vocal Point. 2022, she sold her masters. Oh, wow. Then she joined the Judds on their final tour. The charities that she works with are uh, Stand Up to Cancer, Domestic Violence, Kids Wish Network, Teen Dating Abuse, and Teen Music is Love. 2003, she won a Mini Pearl Humanitarian Award. Her favorite song of her own is Broken Wing. She related to the beaver fever back then. Number three. I mean, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? These are some fun facts, by the way. Yeah. 2000, uh, Dale Earnhardt met her at a race that she was singing the national anthem at Talladega. He asked for her autograph. He put it in the car and said that that was the good luck that caused him to win the race. So he was a big fan of her, too. I mean, how could you not be at that time? Yeah. She loves to drink red wine. Her biggest flaw is she cusses like a sailor. Now, Mm -hmm. I would not see that in her. I wouldn't either. (laughs) Yeah. She seems like somebody that sings in the church choir and you bring home to your mama. You know? Yeah, you never know. You never know how somebody is till you get them, you know. Number six, she said that her superstition has a superstition. She's very superstitious. Say that three times in a row. That's what you don't say. (laughs) McBride owns one of the biggest studios in Nashville. Having artists come over and record such as Bob Seger, Pearl Jam, Brad Paisley, and Bruce Springsteen. Could you, I mean, would you associate those names with Martina McBride? That's pretty impressive. It is. It is, but I, you know, have heard her and her husband's uh, studio is like uh, potentially one of the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Not just Nashville. Yeah. To date, she has sold 14 million records. And, folks, that is Martina McBride. Where do you place her? Um, well, I mean, I'll give her a 4.2. Just because she had a whole lot of songs. I don't hardly give anybody a 5. But um, it's kind of more so, you know, you're... I like 90s country. But I'm not obsessed, you know, with it like, you know, you or the majority of other, you know, country fans. Right. Like, I enjoy it, but it's not, you know, necessarily my thing. I do like how just scattered her catalog is. Like, it's not one style. It's a uh, hundred different styles. So, I mean, technically, you if you just listen to her music... You could just be in a blues you know, mood one day and you would listen to you know, Broken Wing. And then if you were in a R&B mood, you could listen to you know, Valentine or something else. You know, it was kind of, she has a lot of options. And for that, I think you have to put her at least above a four. That's just my opinion. But Right. What about you? Well, she's a grand old Opry member. And in my book, that's an automatic star. Star number two is because she is a great singer. Star number three is because she is a relatable singer and she has carried the country music torch the way that she should. Number four is because I just love her music. And number five, I'll probably be a lifetime fan because she's in my top five. So, five stars. You're not going to give her an extra star because you want her to sing in your kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weird. Anytime <laughs> that you want to come just sing in my kitchen, you have a invite, mm. you know? And I feel like she's not one of those stars who got it overnight either. Like, she, she earned it. 
She rightfully did. Yeah, I mean, her her first album didn't do anything. No, and can you imagine working your way up selling (laughs) T-shirts? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know. She did what she had to do. I mean, it's impressive. This is so far out there. And this is probably going to be awful, me bringing this up now. But, like, I looked to confirm that she is an Opry member. And right below that, it said stars that have been banned from the Grand Ole Opry. Hank Sr., Johnny Cash, Dirks Bentley. What did he do? Like, (laughs) I've got to finish this episode so I can find out. I mean, like. That's wild. That is very wild. Like, I get the other two. Yeah. But, like, what did Dirks do? Because, like, he carried that flame for a long time. Like, if you're an Opry member, you have a set in your shows where you bring out an Opry mic and you sing country music. And, like, traditional country. Every artist does it. Right. And, like, I remember him doing that in the early days, so I wonder what happened. But, anyways, we will find out, folks. So, here we are. That's interesting. We're two episodes away from 100. I've got something planned. I don't know about Jordan, but I do. Mm -hmm. We also ordered cameras this week, folks. Yeah. The room's not ready, but we have cameras. So yeah, it's not that far the way the room it's very you know I thought about instead of building a table we should just buy one dude I ain't got time to build it <laughs> I really don't yeah. I mean I would love to because I have the material to do it right but like I figured my co-host would be like hey man let me help you hang some drywall on the weekend you ain't that, all you do is ask and I don't know about the weekend because I work every weekend when are weekend. you ever free that's a good question right uh, you're in the same boat I am. I work every weekend. Like, that's for sure I have to work every weekend. But And we're not doing this for the money. We're doing it because we love what doing What money? It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We make time because we enjoy yeah. venting, getting yeah. to know you all, hearing your mm-hmm. stories, and hopefully keeping country music alive, keeping good music alive. I was I'll say, say you, that. You mean there's money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Um. But it does help when you guys click, share, and like and oh, yeah. interact. I, it, so. I, it, I mean, honestly, I get tired of having to say that every time. And when, yeah. when I have to type it out, I, uh, I just need to save it and do you know, copy and paste every time. But I always forget to save it. But it gets so old. But honestly, that's the only way we're able to do anything is if we continually – you know, gain listeners and new right. you know, ears, you know, to get in front of. So please just like, share, rate, review, follow, subscribe, and do all that. I know that that's not a, a ton to ask. It's a ton to say, but it's not a lot to ask. Just a little click of the, just one little finger click. Right. And we may <laughs> do something special on the hundredth one. We may give something yeah. away, you know? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. All uh, right, folks. I actually, I want to challenge you to something. Oh, you said no. you've been playing around really on the time. guitar, right? right? Yeah. Are you still playing around on the I guitar? Ma- I make time on okay. Friday nights. Okay. I want you to come up with a yeah, melody on the guitar. You're not going to want to sing, are you? No, no, no. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> All right, never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Eat an asshole. Go ahead. I'm done. No, All right. No, come up with no. a melody Mm-mm. and do what? Forget it. Go ahead. <laughs> you go come ahead. up with a melody. Go I'll ahead. write the lyrics and okay. we'll you know write a song. I think it would be neat if we you know did like if we created a Our song. Own theme song? Not even a theme song. Just a song. A country song. Like, we built a country song oh, with yeah. our listeners. Yeah. If our listeners have, like, an idea of, I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about writing songs. I can write, like, poems and hope it, you know, works as lyrics, but that's about all I could do. But, yeah. Like, well, I, I think that's neat. I think that'd be a good way to get, you know, the listeners involved. And I, I feel like it would be easy to do something like an Eric Church one because you can just say, 96 Chevrolet, blah, 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 running down a road, 
You know, you want to talk about you, me singing? You 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 put something in the beginning that is classic. Then the yeah. second line, you say where they can't understand it, and yeah. then the third, you come back with something that's modern. And every time yeah. somebody tells me, "My Eric Church has got the best voice," I'm like, "Are you serious?" Right. But now? here's the thing, though. Like I have kind of pulled back. You've noticed that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> because in the beginning, it was every a lot. episode. He yeah. was the only person we. He came up in every episode. He did, but. You know, we pulled back from that quite yeah. a bit. And it's nothing that he done. Right. It's just we're discovering new artists. Yep. New music. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, take us away. Again, like I said a little bit ago, like, share, rate, review, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, neighbors, cousins, brothers, sisters, mothers, and your coworkers. Remember, as always, uh, you know, say a prayer for uh, Kevin's grandmother. And uh, be nice to your neighbors. Stay safe. God bless. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.